It's 10 a.m., which means it's time for Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. That's right. It is Utah Car Sense right here on The Zone Sports Network. I'm Austin Horton here with Jeff Miller, who is socially distanced at home or from your office. Where are you today, Jeff? I am at home. In the comfort of the Miller Manor is Jeff Miller. Uh, I, I just manner, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I just named it that. So, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. Uh, Eric Jensen producing for us today. And we got a lot to get to, but first of all, we got to start with this. We're grateful that Eric Jensen is with us. Period. Oh my and gosh, with absolutely. us today, Eric last week took a nasty spill on his uh, Ferrari of his bicycle uh, that he has. What what is the? How much the bicycle cost you? Like thirty six thousand dollars, Eric? No, no, no. More more like. They gave me a really good deal. More, more like <laughs> one thousand eight hundred. <laughs> but uh, he and I got more details about it, Jeff, this morning from Eric. We we had to do a rerun last week because Eric, uh, you know, of course, needs to take care of his life and make sure he's all on the mend and he's on the up and up. But Eric told me that he not only did he crash the bike, but he landed on the train track after he crashed the bike. And hit his head so hard that he did not really know where he was. That was scary, scary stuff, Eric. We're glad you're all right. Yeah, I, I, I'm fine. I mean, a few bruised ribs here and there. I'm dead. We're very day-to-day early in the week. But, I mean, I, I would like my toughness to be compared to uh, <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger. I would like zero Oof. other characteristics to be okay. applied <laughs> to me from Ben Roethlisberger. But I would like to be known nice, to be safe. as tough. As Ben Roethlisberger. Nice save. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really good save. <laughs> so Eric Jensen on the mend, and we're excited to have him back and okay. Jeff, how has your week gone, man? It's been exciting for me the last 24 hours. It is, was really exciting day yesterday. If you're a jazz fan, you've got to be excited. If you missed it, the jazz and uh, Derek Favors and Jordan Clarkson came to agreements yesterday. Favors coming back on a three-year, $27 million deal with the third year being a player option. And uh, Jordan Clarkson on a four-year, $52 million contract to stay with or return to the Utah Jazz. Uh, Tony Jones reporting in The Athletic this morning. A lot of great details about how it went down with Derek Favors. I'd I'd, uh, encourage everyone to check that out. But he included that the Jazz plan to uh, get extensions uh, inked by the start of the season for both Rudy and Donovan. So the Jazz fandom is strong and happy today, Jeff. No, oh, without question. It's it's great news. I, that was what I wanted the most, getting Derek Favors back. And we've got a pretty nasty front line now, and the defense is back. And I, I, mean, I think they're top three in the West for sure. Now we've got some important uh, things to talk about here today, but I did want to launch our poll question while we're talking about uh, this, this uh, subject, Jeff. With Derek Favors returning to the Utah Jazz, I would like people to call in 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-ZONE, and either describe your emotions or favors the player as a car. What car do you think of emotionally when you hear Favors is coming back or when you're thinking of what type of player Derek Favors is? What car comes to mind? 855 855- 
340 zone, or if you just have general thoughts and want to rejoice and celebrate publicly, 855 340 zone as well. How about that, Jeff? I like it. That's a good that's a good poll question. I like that one. Yeah. Okay, well, let's start uh, talking today about the Share the Love event. We're going to be live on location next week talking a lot about it, but it has officially kicked off, has it not? Yep, it kicked off on the 19th, so a couple days ago. It's official launch date. We'll go through January 4th. It's without question my favorite event of the year. It actually, it actually stemmed the event, the national event for Subaru, and it stemmed off what we did, we've been doing for almost 12 years now, which is the Do Good, Feel Good event that we do in, in April every year. And Subaru kind of liked that idea and came into what became now as the Share Love event, which is really cool. So what the Share Love event is, is that it's a national event for Subaru where every car sold between November 19th and January 4th, Subaru donates $250 to either one of the four national charities or two local charities that each dealer gets to pick. And then the dealers get the opportunity to match to add money onto that donation as well. But in the, they're expecting this year, Subaru from the life of this program will go over $200 million in donations. Wow. Wow. Shared love program alone. That's amazing. So you buy really amazing. You, you buy a Subaru and $250 gets donated. Yeah. So if you buy a new Subaru, you can, you get a pick where your donation goes. And so the four national options are meals on wheels, the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish Foundation and the National Parks Foundation. Those are the, the, those are the national options. And then we have the ability to pick local ones as well. Let me get to, let me get to the right page so I can get this all right. But the, we, so we have a choice and we use our local partners. So we have our Love Promise partners that we pick every year. So we pick four of our Love Promise partners to be our local charities for this as well. So. As far as our local charities, we've picked two for each store. So it's two separate ones for each location. So if you look, if you're going to the Midtown location, for example, your local charities are Wasatch Community Gardens and uh, Nuzzles & Co., which has been a longtime partners of us as well. And then if you go to our Southtown location, the two options are Fit to Recover, which is a gym that provides services for people trying to recover from addiction. Wow. And then Spy Hop, which does teaches kids about movie production and TV production gives a kind of support program for kids that need it. Wow. I've never heard of either of those. So it's, it's, uh, what are the, it's spy hop and what was fit to what? Yeah. So, so fit to recover their missions to provide a safe place for people recovering from substance abuse to connect and heal through fitness, creative expression, nutrition, and community service. That's amazing. And then spy hop their missions to mentor young people in digital media arts, help them find their voice, tell their stories, and be empowered to affect positive change in their lives, communities, and the world. Wow, I wish I had something like that as a kid. That's yeah, two incredible. Incredible organizations. That there are new ones. And then for the other ones, Wasatch Community Gardens is a new partner of ours this year. Their mission is to empower people to help grow and eat healthy, organic, and local food. So they've been around since 1989. They've been a leading local voice in urban open space and conservation through gardening. Awesome. And then Nuzzles & Co., who we've done pet adoptions and stuff with forever. They're... Missions protect animals from loving and nurturing place with, where they can get healthy and learn positive behaviors and find loving homes for each and every animal. So they, it's a pet rescue and adoption center up in Park City. So community gardens is something that's a lot more popular and uh, commonplace back east and in big 
uh, metropolis type areas, but we're getting more and more down the road towards that here in our neighborhoods. And I love That's to hear about thing. something like Wasatch Community Gardens. That's big time. Yeah, and the neat thing is, so over the next uh, few shows, we're going to bring on each of these charities and be able to explain a lot more about what they do and get them some some press. So they're all going to come in while they're in while we're doing shows live at the dealerships. Oh, the terrific! That's great. So you get to learn a little bit. And we have another, some other cool stuff about this is we the last few years we've always added an extra fifty dollars onto the donation for um, each of these charities. If you picked one of our local charities, we added $50. I think you remember that from last year. Right, sure. So we made a big announcement this year that that $50, we are actually going to fully match the Subaru donation this year. So Mark Miller Subaru and my family, we're going to give an additional $250 to each of the hometown charities for every new Subaru sold. So every Subaru sold, there's going to be $500 going to one of these charities. I mean, I... Jeff, the, the estimates on this between us and Subaru is probably somewhere between two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh my! We'll be heavens. donating through this program this year. How are you, you know you're supposed to uh, make a profit, Jeff, when you sell a car. You know that, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, but it's holiday season. It's just it's the right thing to do, right? I mean, you give back to these things, and they give back to us, and things take care of itself. It's how we've always kind of looked at this thing. Um. That's amazing. The other thing that's coming back this year that we started last year is what we call return the love. So this is something when one thing we always thought of this is really cool that we're giving back to these charities as part of this event. But we want to do something to give back to the customers who are being part of this as well. And so what return the love is, is that anybody who purchases or leases a car during this event, not only do we make that $500 donation to charity, but you're going to be entered into a chance to win essentially part of your payment back for the next 36 months. So you're going to get a chance to win. We're going to pick one winner at the end of this thing to win $300 a month for 36 months to help pay for your new car. Wow. How cool. So it's kind of, we call it return the love. It's just a good way to feel about a chance to win your money back. So the, 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 to boil it back down, you buy a car now through January 4th at Mark Miller Subaru, either the Southtown or Midtown location. A new vehicle. New vehicle, new vehicle. right. Uh, yep. Sorry, excuse me. I should I should say that you buy a new car from uh, Mark Miller Subaru, and two hundred fifty dollars will go to the charity of your choosing. And if you choose uh, one of the four local charities, two at Southtown and two at Midtown, Mark Miller Subaru is matching that two hundred fifty dollar donation to a total of five hundred per new car purchased. Bravo, 100%. Jeff. Bravo. That's great. So we're going to have a bunch of great events during this. Keep an eye on our Facebook page. We're, we're trying to minimize group events, obviously, with everything going on. But there's our bingo card and some other cool stuff. If you go to our Facebook page or either our websites that you can help and participate and try and learn more about these great charities and how you can help them yourself if you want to. Sure. Chris, hold tight. Uh, you'll be our first phone caller here in just a minute. But I wanted to just wrap up for this segment on the Share the Love, Jeff. Uh, with a comment on the national charities, the ASPCA, of course, uh, is an, and make a wish. We, I think everyone knows about them and everyone knows about meals on wheels and the national park foundation, but those two, especially this year jump off the page to me because of all the, the, the fires, uh, and things that have taken place in the national parks this year. And of course, meals on wheels has always been vital for our uh, community members who aren't able to get out of their homes. And I'm sure that number has just 
astronomically skyrocketed this year with the pandemic oh and, gosh, and people question. getting and if you if yeah. you ever get a chance to um go to your local meals on wheels just go to meals on wheels utah just google it and you can get there and volunteer for a few shifts i've done it myself i've actually gone and delivered meals to seniors and it's a really incredible experience to see how much these seniors appreciate you when you show up with that food for them right incredible so there you go uh, the Share the Love event, we will circle back and talk about this more throughout the show today. And like I said, we'll have a live event next week, so stay tuned for details on that. Uh, the big news in the jazz world, uh, Derek Favors, Jordan Clarkson both come to terms on agreements yesterday with the Utah Jazz. Poll question today at 855-340-ZONE. You call us, 855-340-ZONE. How do you feel in terms of what, what car best describes your emotions or matches your emotions when you hear Favors is coming back? Or what kind of car best describes Favors type of player? 855-340-ZONE. And Chris has called in to uh, comment on that. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Morning. How are you doing? We are doing terrific. Yourself? Awesome. I'm hanging in there. Good. It's 2020. It's as good as you can do, right? You, you're able to call us on the phone and listen on the radio, and that is a win. That That's a win yes, right sir. there. Yep. Yes, sir. Um, you know what? To be perfectly honest, when I hear about Faves coming back and being able to sign Clarkson, I don't know if you can necessarily call it a car, but the one thing that I define to Favors is an M1 Abrams. The dude can provide firepower if need be, but he's going to be there to back up his squad, provide defense, <laughs> and dude's just powerful as hell, man. Uh, now, if I'm not mistaken, in fact, I should probably just Google it real quick. Yeah, M1 Abrams like is a Chrysler-made tank, I believe. Well, hey, there you go. It works out, right? So it does. There's a car tie-in, of course. M1 <laughs> Abrams tank. Is what Chris thinks of about Derek. I, I like love that. That, one. Yeah. that was a good one. That matches. That matches for sure. And he's it's surprisingly fast, the M1 Abrams. You look at it and you go, oh, that's too big to be quick of feet. But uh Derek Favors is that as well. So absolutely good good call, Chris. I appreciate it. All right. Yeah, hey, you guys have a good day and go jazz. Thanks. Thank you, Chris. You too. 855-340-ZONE if you want to be part of the show. 855-340-ZONE. A tank. An M1, Abr M1 Abrams for Abrams tank. That's Favors. pretty good. I was, I was thinking of that one. I think I, I figured we were going to get a lot of truck calls. Yeah, yeah uh, there, there will be trucks uh, for, for Derek Favors for sure. You can also throw Clarkson in there if you have a car that describes Jordan Clarkson. We'd love to hear that as well. 855-340-ZONE. While we're out to the phones, Jeff, let's slide in our old friend Sarge. Sarge is live here on Utah Car Sense at 10. How you doing? Good morning, Sarge. How are you? that intro. Yes. I really do. Uh, you know, uh, I was going to mention uh, my favorite car used to be a Cadillac Eldorado, but that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Cadillac Eldorado. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That goes back a couple of years. Four That's a uh, you, you're still missing Jeff that old Cadillac, talking. are you? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I bought? I have three of them now. I have a convertible. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and then I have a, a a white one, and then my red one. See, beautiful. <laughs> but anyway, but you upgraded to the Subaru. Uh, oh. 
that that's not an upgrade. That's you know buying a car from outer space, and that car <laughs> that, that that car is so awesome. It it's it's beyond belief that you can that a car could be made like that. Uh, I'm sorry. It's got the old Dave told me the only thing that when we was getting ready to buy it, uh, old Dave said. Uh, the only thing this car doesn't have is a driver. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe in 30, 40 years that'll change. <laughs> It'll drive itself. We'll see. But... I, I like that line. Yeah. yeah. All right, no, Sarge. It, it, it's so awesome. I just wanted to call and, and thank uh, you guys for being a dealership that's from outer space, too. You, <laughs> nobody else sells cars like you guys do. You're out you of this world, there, Jeff Miller. Yeah, you awesome. walk in there and it's kind of like you're going to a party and there's no hype, no pressure. You just, <laughs> you just, they sell the car kind of like you buy a loaf of bread in the, in the supermarket. There's no negotiation, you know. Exactly. It's awesome. Yep. It's awesome. Thank you, Sarge. Have a good week, sir. Uh, Jeff, you you are a, an out of this world uh, dealership, and you're an alien of sorts as a person, meaning. You are strange in that you want to give back more than you take in. And we're grateful for you to be strange like that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you, Austin. <laughs> hey, I saw a crazy article on Jalopnik this week. Okay. And I want to know like, how much truth there is to this. And the, the article's title is, Should Peeling the Protective Stuff Off Your New Car Be a Dealer Option? Wait, 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 wait. Like the stuff that... Uh, like when you see the car driving down, car transport yeah, like when it's on the, the, the truck that carries the car, it's got that uh, Teflon sticker on it. Okay. Yeah. And like, people want to take that off themselves? They want to like peel like the plastic interior, like the plastic that's on the front radio and the plastic that's on the cell plate on the door. <laughs> well, with, with the two Subarus we've uh, leased from you, the, the protective uh, plastic was on the infotainment center still. Uh, in okay. fact, my wife left that on her Crosstrek for about a year and a half of the lease. Seriously? Uh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what else she did and is doing with the, the Forester, too, is she it, it, she doesn't open, she doesn't use the uh, the floor protectors that come with the Subaru. She gets her own so that those will be in mint condition when we return. <laughs> We return the car. She's a little strange in that regard, but oh my god, like that's funny. So should we be leaving those things on and let the person make their decision? Well, I don't. The infotainment one was on. As far as the the outside of the, there's this strange sensation that people love of peeling things. I've got, I've got to peel the plastic off. Yeah, the picture on the article is like peeling the plastic off your engine cover. I there's whole video sections on YouTube dedicated to people peeling things. Uh, from sunburns to stickers, it's pretty sick, in my opinion. But a lot of people they have something speaks to them about watching things be peeled. Potatoes. I have to ask Roger and George about that one. I don't know if we've ever had that request to <laughs> please on my ordered car do not peel any plastic off of it. I want to do it myself. <laughs> I think you just come off as kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
hey, uh, not everyone's Buffalo Bill in this scenario, okay? This is, <laughs> there's also normal people that just like the feeling of peeling stickers off. Peeling stuff off. I don't know. Maybe you're right. We'll let them do it. Whoever wants to do it, come on in. We'll, we'll leave the plastic on for you. <laughs> it's okay, so you're like Tom Bodell. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll leave the light on for him. It's going to be our new uh, TV commercial. <laughs> we'll leave, we'll the... leave the plastic on. <laughs> we'll let you do all the work here at Mark Miller Subaru. Yeah, yeah right? It's like, that's a lot of work. It's yeah, not so... easy getting all that plastic off and prepping the car. <laughs> Please recycle it, though. Please don't landfill the, the plastic. <laughs> I know. It's actually, I've actually made arguments back when I was on the dealer council, and they were supposed to study it. I don't know if Subaru ever did. But we, I made a pile and showed them how much plastic protective gear is on a vehicle when they ship it uh. and it like fills up half a trash can each car yeah and they're shipping i mean just to us 150 cars a month on each one of our stores so you think about all the garbage cans we're filling up with that plastic covering stuff why not have just reusable car covers sure that's that's so, an idea that we could just ship back to them so i know there's some manufacturers that do do that so if that ever happens for subaru that was my idea there you go. I love it. But it just didn't make much sense to me that they ever just left that stuff on there. <laughs> there's, I guess there's a customer out there that will say, hey, I'll buy that car for me, but you got to do me one thing. Leave the plastic on it. <laughs> Leave it on. Hey, uh, we got more phone calls. 855-340-ZONE. Kevin, you hold tight. We're going to come to Max first. Good morning, Max. Thanks for calling in. I would just like to respond to what kind of car Jordan Clarkson's game would be. Okay. In my mind, it kind of would be like a Bugatti Chiron of some sorts. Like, always fast and kind of never stopping. Oh, I like it. It's always zero to 100. Yes. From the second he hits the floor. That's I, uh, that's a good point, Max, because and thanks for the call. Jeff, I don't know about you, but I feel like Jordan Clarkson got uh, – kind of uh, uh, the raw end of the deal in the sixth man of the year voting last year. I can't think of a more impactful sixth man across the league than Jordan Clarkson was for the Utah Jazz. How different he made that team when he arrived in uh, late December. Yeah, I agree with that, but I think that's part of it is the fact that he arrived late. I think if he had a full season, he would have had a better shot at it. I, I see what you're saying with that, but the guy that won it, was it Montrez Harrell that won sixth man of the year? He missed half the start of the season with injury. So I, it uh, just kind of doesn't sit well with me. But I think with a full season here with the, with the Jazz, I think Jordan might get a few more votes in that regard. And, by the way, Favors might find his way into the discussion at some point too as sixth I mean, man of the year. Was uh, he even close? Was Clarkson even that I don't know if he got a vote, honestly. I don't, I don't know. I, I Dennis don't. Schroeder was in second place. Lou Williams was third. Which Lou Williams is, you know, today's Vernon Vernon Maxwell. He's going to be in the sixth man of the year discussion every year, and he should. Yeah, he did not get a vote. Yeah, Christian Clarkson. Wood was fourth. George Hill, fifth. George Hill. Gordon Gradic, Dragic, sixth. Derek Rose. Derek Rose, come on. Bertans. Bertans. Did you see that contract? Yeah. yeah. that And Ooh. you know what? Two, two pieces of advice for people who are raising uh, young athletes. Teach them to shoot a basketball or and teach them – what's that? And to be tall. Well, t- sure, if they're going to be in basketball. <laughs> teach them how to shoot perfectly or teach them how to play golf perfectly. There's no in-between. Those are the only sports that you should be teaching your kid right now. 
Dad, there was not one vote for Jordan Clarkson. That's a shame. Uh, let's take one more call in this segment, 855-340-ZONE. Kevin has called in. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Kevin. Hey, uh, I, I kind of agree with the, the last caller about Jordan Clarkson, a, a nice Bugatti. He de- definitely goes 0 to 100 pretty quick. Um, I wanted to comment on Derek Favors. I feel like the vehicle he would be with just an old, reliable pickup truck. And and not that old because Derek no, Favors no, is no, only not, 29. <laughs> no, he, yeah, he, I was thinking he, like a nice five-year-old like F-250 he's, truck. He's definitely in his prime, but he's he's just that old, reliable pickup truck. You can just get in, start it up, and just go, and it'll get the job done, and that's just what he does. I love it. it and if, if, if he can get the job done, you can get do the dirty work, but also you can <laughs> uh, shine it up at the car wash and show it off at the car show as well. So that time I'm, taking that one far, I'm taking that one farther. He's like he's that old he's that like three four year old pickup truck that you gave up on lease and we're always sad about giving up and so you went and you bought it again. <laughs> I love it. That's a great analogy, Jeff. That because that's exactly what like, happened. Yeah. You gave it up. You gave it up at the end of the lease and you're like, oh man, I shouldn't have given it up. And so you went and you got it again. <laughs> Absolutely, Kevin. Thanks for the call. Great, great thoughts. Yeah, that's that's perfect because as the jet that was maybe the second hardest. Uh, departure from the Jazz front office, the decision was Derek Favors. The first back in the day with Paul Millsap. Uh, or, excuse me, was it Wesley Matthews that I'm thinking of? Or Paul Millsap? Yeah, but, uh, but anyway, the, the Favors, I know that they regretted every single day that they weren't able to keep Favors last year. And luckily it was Absolutely. just one season, and he's back. Yeah, if you go, if you actually go visit my office at the Southtown store, on the wall of my office is a picture of Derek Favors. There you go. What's doing what? It's a picture of Derek Favors that has our Mark Miller Subaru logo in the background of the arena. There you go. Awesome. I love Derek Favors. He is a good, good person, and he's a great basketball player. Absolutely. Uh, We'll take our first break here on Utah Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Keep your phone calls coming in, 855-340-ZONE. We'd love to hear your thoughts on Favors and Clarkson, but any questions, comments, or stories you have, especially regarding the car world, 855-340-ZONE. Would you let your 17-year-old drive your $3.4 million one-of-a-kind sports car? That and also a strange roadside in Canada that shows you just how different a world the hat of America actually is. Tell you about it next on Utah Car Sense. When Subaru shares the love, good things happen. Over 64,000 pets supported. Over 2,500 wishes granted. Over 2 million meals provided. Over 400 national parks protected. In fact, Subaru and our retailers will have proudly donated over $200 million to national and hometown charities through the Subaru Share the Love event going on now. Have a car question? Ask the experts at 855-340-ZONE. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton, presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah, welcome back, Utah Car Sense. You heard the commercial coming back there about the Share the Love event now through January 4th. Uh, courtesy of Subaru and Mark Miller, Subaru, Jeff Miller with us today. And we talked about it last segment, but just a reminder, 
You buy a new car now through January 4th at Mark Miller Subaru Southtown or Midtown, and there are six nonprofit charities that get a donation. If you choose one of the local charities, Jeff and his company are matching the $250 donation per new car purchased. When did you decide that, Jeff, and how did you come to terms to do that? Because that is that's special. Oh, we actually made the decision back in July, August is when we had to make the decision with Subaru. They required it back then and just saw with everything that happened with COVID and everyone who came together and had seen the community come together and we were doing real well as a company despite the COVID. And I think a lot of us because we've stuck together and what we've done is in, to our, with our employees and we figured it was a great way to give back and this community needs it right now and we're happy to do it. It's terrific. So now through January 4th, we're looking for your phone calls today about anything you'd like to talk about in the car world, 855-340-ZONE. If you've got a question about Subaru uh, and what what's going on at Mark Miller Subaru, Jeff is here for you, 855-340-ZONE. Your thoughts and feelings about favors and Clarkson deals with the Utah Jazz as well. If you missed it, uh, former jazz man Howell Netto has signed a deal with the Washington Wizards for one season. And uh, Kevin Pelton had this guy ranked as the second best available free agent this year. Fred Van Vliet is returning to the Toronto Raptors for a cool four-year, $85 million deal. Although they'll be the Tampa Bay Raptors next season. They'll be the Tampa Bay Raptors this year, for sure. So I was thinking back to that caller we had before the break. We wanted to call Clarkson the Bugatti. Okay. I like the idea of the speed and everything like that and the quickness on it, but you know, he's not high priced. Right. In the grand scheme of things, 12, 13 million. That's, that's not Bugatti money. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I think you gotta go like, like BRZ or like a small, like well-priced sports car. Which, you know, the BRZ, the new one coming out. Like the new BRZ with the bigger engine and. It's got Quick, a turbo. It's got good moves. You can get around the corners. Yeah, right? Yes, but it's not going to bankrupt you. It doesn't you. have the turbo, though. You need some, maybe like a WRX. Uh, the BRZ doesn't have the turbo? The new one? No, the new one does not have the oh, turbo. I thought they it did. They announced no. it this week. It's got the bigger 2.4 motor. But not the turbo. It's an extra 30, 30 pounds of torque, which is going to make it really quick. But they did not put the turbo in it. So then the, the WRX makes sense. I like that. Yeah, an STI. An maybe? STI. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's like an STI. Yep, something good you'd traction, see. Good traction gets around the corners. Yeah, absolutely. Something you'd see on Gran Turismo, the, the video game. Yeah. One of those race car, rally cars. Yeah. Like a 350Z or something. Yep, absolutely. I think that that's more sense. like Bugatti. Like, that's, he's not, he's just not that expensive. Uh, and that's, a, you know, a great point because I don't know for certainty that he had other teams that were willing to pay him $15 million a year, but I would not be shocked if there were other teams that were going to pay him $15 million a season and he stayed with the Jazz for thirteen, dollars uh, because I mean, Well, in the grand scheme of things, I think his first year on the contract is going to be closer to 11 8 to 12 Yes, it's backloaded, that contract. It's backloaded. So his first year, I mean, 11 $12 million, that's a pretty good deal, actually, for what he gives you. Well, 16 points off the bench? Yes. I take that all day long. And his last deal was four years, $50 million. So they're only adding $2 million more uh, in appreciation. Uh, from his yeah, last getting, contract. I mean, getting favors at $9 million, I think, is a deal, too. Absolutely. And even... And what was he, at $18 million when he left us? Yes. Yep. And, and, look, I get that his role is going to be backing up Rudy Gobert 
and he's going to play some minutes. Uh, he'll start in certain matchups. Think about like against the Lakers or something, but uh, teams that require two big men. But I think that it's a anomaly to call to to look at what Favors makes as a backup at nine million. Anyone that tells you that's too much to pay for a backup isn't understanding the nuances of the backup situation with Favors and Gobert. It's not just a cookie cutter. Oh, he's the backup center, like Tony Bradley was gonna be. So yeah, he'll get. I mean, he'll get 15, 18 minutes a night as a backup center, and then another five, ten minutes a night as the power forward next to him. Yep, and just oh, I'm so excited for the Joe Ingles Derek Favors pick and roll to return. Oh my gosh, right? Uh, Ingles has to be so excited. Yep, absolutely. not just that. Ingles, you see, had a they had their baby yesterday. Yeah, new baby Jack, right? Little Jack. Yep. So uh, congrats to the Ingles family for sure. Uh, I teased this before we went to break, Jeff. $3.4 million sports car. One of, oh, let's see. It's only one of 300 in the world or even less than that. Uh, Let's see. Where did that number go? Oh, God. I I lost. It's very, very, very rare. But uh, it gets 60 miles per hour in three seconds. Only 100 have been released worldwide. 100. So this is a one in 100 car. It's called a uh, uh, custom-made purple Pagani Huria Roadster. I don't know. I've never heard of it. It looks like it's $3.4 million. But a 17-year-old YouTube star named Gage Gillian borrowed his father Tim Gillian's $3.4 million sports car and promptly wrapped it around a tree in a now viral YouTube video. Now, he's fine. No injuries. so, So we can... We can put that out there first and foremost. He is fine. He has, well, excuse me, he does have an injury. Uh, he hurt his arm and his shoulder, but he's, he lived, and it's not going to be extensive rehab or anything like that. So he is physically going to be just fine. So now I move on to this, Jeff. Who is to blame more in this scenario for $3.4 million being wrapped around a tree? The 17-year-old with the YouTube account? Or the father for letting the 17-year-old with a YouTube account borrow the $3.4 million car? Poof, man. <laughs> Both, if you read the article on it, he says that there was a low tire pressure warning and the right, t- right back tire just blew. Right. So it wasn't – so according to him and his, his uh, account of how, what happened, it's not like he was doing 17-year-old stupid things with it. Although – you're not. He's probably not driving that 35 miles an hour. I'm guessing he probably wasn't going 35 miles an hour. Yes. So, I don't know. For me, as a father who's never been in this situation before with an asterisk there, I don't ever perceive a having a $3.4 million car. But if I did, there's not a chance my 17-year-old is driving that car anywhere outside of inside the garage. You can get in it and pretend, but you are not driving my $3.4 million car any place ever, period, end of discussion. Not happening. If someone's going to wrap it around a tree, it's going to be me wrapping it around the tree, not you. I, I make that argument, but odds are if you're, if you're, using, if you're spending your excess money to buy <laughs> $3.4 million cars, <laughs> it probably, probably doesn't hurt that bad to lose one of them. 
That's a good point. Perhaps that this is just uh, this is a, akin to losing a frisbee on a roof to the rest of the world. Uh, you go right. and buy another one. That's what exactly. the, the world that this guy lives in, Tim Gillian. But anyway, I couldn't believe it. Three point four, and it's a it's a beautiful car uh, as far as uh, you know, super luxury exotic cars go. But can you imagine? Yeah, I don't. No. Spending, <laughs> even if you have that money, I just, I can't ever see myself justifying, yeah, 3.4 million here, 4.2 million there. I can't I see myself doing it. a lot better places that 3.4 million dollars can go. Right. You spend your money how you want to, but I do kind of judge you if there's still children in your neighborhood and in your community that are starving and you're spending 3.4 million dollars on cars. That's just Austin Horton. Uh, and, on just one of your cars <laughs> right so i don't know you could do a lot better in this world with, with that kind of dough did you see the strange road sign that popped up in canada this week no what was it canada is now uh you know how on our, our highways here on the freeway we've got the u-dot uh, electronic signs above the road that give us the messages uh, right now, it's sending, it's reminding us about the mask mandate. Sometimes they have funny little sayings about buckle up and stuff. Well, those signs in Is Canada. Those signs say Americans stay out. No, it's it's no it it um it says NBA teams not welcome in Canada. Is what it's no it doesn't. No Americans allowed with a big <laughs> next to an American drinking a soda. With our gut hanging over big our gut butt. hanging out drinking a beer with like a trucker hat on. <laughs> yep, exactly. Maybe a MAGA flag. I didn't say that. God, who said that? Uh, but an electronic road sign near Jasper, Alberta, is now are now warning Canadians not to let moose lick their cars. And no, it is not a prank. This is it from because their tongues get stuck to the car. It's like <laughs> it, Christmas story. That's what I first thought. And here's what it says: Moose are getting way too close to cars to get that tasty, tasty road salt. <laughs> <laughs> and Parks Canada authorities say it's best not to indulge them. The sign says in both French and English, do not let moose lick your car, which I want a T-shirt that says that uh, in French. <laughs> Parks Canada installed the sign there as a moose, uh, as moose are a frequent sight on the road with motorists typically encountering a dozen moose between Maline and Medicine Lakes, reports the Fisius News. The reason road salt, these moose which typically weigh around 800 pounds but can weigh as much as 1,800 pounds, love to stand or kneel in the middle of the road to lick salt off of the road surface, putting them in harm's way. And they've become rather desensitized to cars. Uh, and, and so what they'll also do is they will walk behind a car, licking the bumper of the car, getting the salt off the actual car. And they, oh, they're gosh, telling you, don't greatest, let this happen. part about this is, in the advisory about not letting moose lick your car, the authorities warn people <laughs> not to attempt to push the moose out of the way. Right <laughs> <off>. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, if the moose is licking your car, don't try to push it out of the way. <laughs> this should it, go it without saying. Because but... pushing the moose will accomplish that absolutely nothing. Though the moose may look like a gentle giant, they could easily become aggressive if provoked. <laughs> and when this happens, the gentle giant turns into a half-ton battering ram. Oh, jeez. Yeah, agitating an 800-pound behemoth likely won't end well for you, they write here. That is, that's do crazy. Not push, 
Just lightly touch your horn. <laughs> it also says you could be fined up to $25,000 for letting this happen. Now, well, I don't think they're... Like your car? Like, what are you supposed to do? Well, Bruce that's... Comes up and starts licking your car. Like, that's... You're not the... supposed to go push it. I think what they're trying to, to do is to discourage people from... I think that people probably have turned this into a spectator thing where they like and take pictures of the moose licking their car, and so they're throwing $25,000 out there to scare people. I think they're not... I don't think they're running around... Sorry, go ahead. They're what? Canada. Can't you just throw out the sunroof and take it out of the shotgun? (laughs) Jeff. That's terrible. The moose doesn't (laughs) deserve that. Oh, by the way, Bob Casper got a moose a few weeks ago and I'm I need to get down to Mapleton and get some moose burger from him. Have you ever had a oh. moose burger? No. I have had moose. Oh, it's delicious. Uh, and by the way, <laughs> I, I think Canadians are far too polite to ever just, you know, shoot a moose. They'd probably be like, "Oh, I'm really sorry about your perk regulations there, Mr. Mountie." I, What's I this moose all about? I, I just see that the moose just comes up to my car and he just starts licking. And uh, I just had some Tim Hortons and oh, I, you know, my, I love my Timmy Hose and I, 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 I was eating it in my car and I just didn't notice. I'm, I'm sorry there, Mr. Mountie. Next time, I'll lightly, lightly honk my horn. I, I hear this. That is a good I, Canadian. I hear this inside I, the warning. They do have to tell people not to push the moose. I yes. hear this American fella out here saying we should yeah. go out and shoot our moose with shotguns, and I'm like, oh, buddy, come on now. <laughs> have some g- common courtesy. This is Canada's okay. national animal. All right. Okay. Okay. We get you, get you do a good Canadian accent. That's terrific, Bob McKenzie. Now, now yeah, that, that's great. Because, yeah, Jeff, it does say uh, to a, lo- a lot of what the Canadian personality is like, don't just be polite to the moose. How about just don't talk to the moose? Don't get near yeah, the moose. Just kind of hawk your horn and get away from it. Get, get <laughs> away as, as safely and quickly as you can. Yep. But I thought that was fantastic that they have to have road signs saying, don't let the moose lick your car. 855-340-ZONE if you want to be part of the show. 855-340-ZONE. Clovis is on the show with us. Good morning, Clovis. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh First time caller, long time listener. Oh, thank you. Glad to have awesome. glad you have me on. Um, I would like to. Uh, you had the question earlier about what car you think Derek favors is, and um, I'm going to go with the uh, AMG G Wagon by Mercedes because you know he's a uh, pretty utilitarian, but you know he's also really smooth. And uh, if you need to tow like ten thousand pounds, you know he's capable of that as well. You know. Some of those nights where we saw Gobert get in foul trouble and, you know, we looked to the bench for Green and Bradley, you know, they just weren't Derek Favors. And I think that, you know, it, I'm, I'm glad to see him back, to be honest. I, I was kind of upset when he got traded away. And uh, I DVR'd the um, New Orleans games just so I could watch him play. And, you know, now that he's back home, I'm I'm really glad about that. Absolutely. Well, well said uh, and good points, Clovis. Because like because without favors there on that defensive second unit, there was no defense on the second unit. So uh, that was a big time. Pro- and that that also goes to show even more just how valuable Jordan Clarkson is to the Jazz. Because even though there was hardly any, if not any at all, defense on that second unit, Jordan Clarkson scored enough that the Jazz still won enough games. 
to to be uh, in the Western Conference discussion. So, yeah, I like that. I like the description. I think the only caveat I would go and say like an off lease one that you got for a deal. Because it's not. Yeah, the, it's not the, a brand new like. You didn't have to spend twenty five, thirty million to get it. It's economical. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You got it for a good price. 855-340-ZONE if you'd like to be part of the show. 855-340-ZONE. Thanks, Clovis. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, there's also there's a big discussion going on, but we'll save for next hour, but I just want to prime it here. Who is liable in a car crash involving a self-driving car? Something that we've mused over for several years, but now it's starting to actually get written into uh, proposals and for bills and laws. We need to talk about that next uh, next hour. But this out of um, uh, the the Detroit News, Ford is finally getting with the times a little bit here. And this is something that you have done for a while, Jeff, at your place, and you're, you're upping it as well. They're, they're launching a new digital platform for used vehicle sales. Uh, and I don't know how this is... How, I guess what I'm, I don't know why it's taken Ford so long to do this. Seems like everybody else has already been selling their cars digitally for a long time now, and Ford's just now getting with the the program. Am I wrong in saying that? Yeah, I mean, I am wrong. No, it's oh. it's the idea to have like a generalized. So the difference is so like, and some manufacturers do this a lot better than others. For example, like. Toyota, for example, you can go on a Toyota website and see all the Toyotas available for sale in Utah, right? You can't do that for Subaru. Okay. Like if you want to figure out inventory on Subarus, you have to go to the individual sites or go to Auto Trader or go to one of those sites. So basically what Ford's trying to do here is make an Auto Trader for their dealerships used cars, right? So there's a place that they can look and see where all the used Fords are out in the world. Hmm at their dealers, <laughs> right? To try and encourage used car sales for their dealers. I see. Yeah, right. Like you should, like, I, I've never understood why you couldn't go on Subaru.com and run an inventory search. Yeah. Be, and find a new car all around the country. I, I've never gotten that. Yeah. Be but, pretty simple, uh, you would think. But anyway. It's kind of like what we do in the auto mall, right? Well, a really cool thing, a really cool part of the Southtown auto mall and what the, a benefit of auto malls in general in Utah really only has the Southtown one is that it's you you get those 12 dealers in one location. So if you're looking for a specific used car, you've got 12 dealers worth of inventory that you can pick from and you can go to southtownautomall.com and search the entire inventory. Hmm. And there's a ton of used cars there that you can pick from and they're all in one location for you to, to so if you're searching for a used car, you can search from thousands of cars without having to drive miles and miles to find them yep it's a great thing that you've got there at the auto mall and you wish you had it nationally <laughs> like yeah, you're I mean, saying totally. so. I, mean, I think that that's what that's why the cars.coms and the auto traders of the world are so successful so is that what this is going to be then with ford is they're gonna do a, a situation where you can just search across the whole country for a used yes yeah, so they've got so ford has over 3100 retailers okay it's a crazy in itself just start there but <laughs> i mean that's a lot that's too many give, give you perspective on it subaru has 600 across the country yeah i think toyota has 1200 wow there's like, a toyota, lot of, lot of... Cars, cars it has 1200 jeez huh. 
But so the idea is it gets them opportunity to list all their used car inventory in one place. So you could go to Ford.com, search for a used car and see all 3,100 dealers cars and then search by closest to you and find your used car that way. Gotcha. Okay. Well then, pretty, I mean, it's not a lot to it. It's pretty simple considering that most of them are all on the same webpage. Well, then I, I rescind my criticism because I misunderstood what the what the goal was with this. It actually sounds like they might be the first uh, big four of the big four to be doing something like this, uh, and I think that it will pay dividends for them to be able to just in one place open a map anywhere near you and see a used Ford near you. That's a great. Well, that's a great sales tool. Let me see if you can find, because I know like you can do it. Yeah, you can't do it on buy a Toyota. You can, let's see, find inventory. Mm. Yeah, so if you go to like buy a, so like there's a website called buyatoyota.com. Okay. Is that run by Toyota? Or is that yeah, a. But uh... it makes you go down to the specific retailer. Yeah, okay. All right. You have to go to the specific retailer to see the inventory. You can't look at everybody's inventory in one place. And a lot of that is retailers don't want that because they don't want to create. There's enough competition between us and Ford and Honda and everything like that to create competition between fellow Toyota dealers. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't bode well for retailers. Right. So most of retailers argue against that. Yeah. Uh, it, it also says that Ford has kind of a, a, a look out the side of their eye at Carvana. And while Carvana is yet to turn a profit, they are doing really well among younger uh, car purchasers and to the tune in the stock market that their shares started a year ago at $91 a share. And uh, they opened on Friday at $228 a share in just a That's year's really time. One thing I am jealous of in the world of Carvana, they've got a great website. You know, I've never <laughs> visited their website. website. I'll, I'll have to play around on that and check it out. Like they, have the, they have some really cool stuff on their used cars where, like, you can look at the exact car, do 360, and, what, and they do a – and I've been trying to figure out a good technology for it, and we haven't found a good way to do it effectively without building the technology ourselves. But they have the ability, like, on a used car, they, they show the picture of the car, and if there's imperfection on the car, which all used cars have, you can, you can point it out right there on the site. So when you come to the dealership, okay, there's a little scratch on the hood. But I'm going to tell you about it before you come. Hmm. I like that idea. Though. I wish we could do it better. And it's something I've been, we've been working on. Now, wasn't Carvana, weren't they originally like a car vending machine? Yeah, that was the original plan. I don't know if they're still building car vending machines. Yeah, it seems like and The a... idea was you go to your location to pick it up and the car comes out of a vending machine. Yeah, it seems like a lot of... I don't know. It seems it seems like there's a lot of a lot better ways you can use your money as a business than to build what I would assume is a very expensive automated vending Millions. machine for cars. So. Those vending machines that they build, those towers are close to a million. Yeah, I'm sure they're millions of dollars. Seems excessive, but uh, I don't know. The, the, just by judging by what I just read about their stock uh, prices, they're doing something right, and maybe they're uh, maybe they're onto something. So. Ford looking at it, everyone else looking at it. We'll see what Ford is able to do with this used car uh, super world they're going to build online. Thanks for explaining that, Jeff. That makes a lot more sense to me than what yeah. I originally thought it would be. All right, coming up uh, in hour number two, we got to talk uh, again about the Share the Love event. We got to get to more stories about Mark Miller's Subaru and what's going on in the Subaru, Subaru world. 
Also, uh, we spoke about Canada and their weird road signs. One Canadian city is doing something uh, that European cities have turned to, and I want to get Jeff's thoughts on the future in regards to that. And the Honda Odyssey, it's a minivan, but it's got a couple of cool features that you can't get in a Honda Odyssey here in the States, but you can get it now in Japan. I want to run that by you as well. Coming up next in Hour 2 of Utah Carson.